Hey everyone, I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and video producer. Uh, and I'm Mr. Halise, and I did not come up with an intro. Okay, and this is the Stumblewell podcast. Are we fa- are we people's favorite aunt and uncle though? I'm not even old enough to be their aunt and uncle. Just because we are an aunt and uncle doesn't mean. All right. I feel like that'd be forty. Fair enough. Uh, your favorite couple. Ooh. Talking about married life and things like such as. It's a little presumptuous too, though. That is a little presumptuous. Anyway, this is the Stumblewell podcast. Life's a journey. You're going to stumble through it. Why not stumble well with us? Hmm. We are a couple that talks about relationships and other such things that interest us. Yes. You might have noticed that the um, the setting, the scenery, has changed a little bit. Ever so slightly. There's some depth now behind us. Yeah. There's a tree behind me. Mm-hmm. I think that's in shot. Yeah, it is. We moved. We moved. For bigger, those of y'all listening, we moved. Bigger unit. It's great. There's a tree. Yeah. Because the other place was uh, small and felt like uh, like an upscale prison. But this place isn't even that much bigger. It's just designed better and there's more light it's a lot more natural there's light. windows everywhere i love it it's beautiful i'm a lot happier but part of that was uh this new unit is more expensive it is more expensive four hundred dollars more a month you more just, expensive you knew the number and everything wow yeah, it was about 400 okay so that is a good segue into the topic for today sure we've already done a similar uh topic t- about my student loans and uh things like that but um I guess we're talking about the new year and things that we are resolving to do. Yes. Mr. Financially. Mr. Elise is using a very specific word, things we are resolving to do because he doesn't like having New Year's resolutions or goals for a year. It's just kind of a like a cheesy concept. Everyone says, yeah, you know, everyone just goes through with this act of mm-hmm. choosing a Choosing something that you're going to focus on for a few weeks and then forget about. Right. People who are not serious about it. We're not resolved in it, actually. They resolve and then do not resolve. Okay. They dissolve. I like having goals and setting goals for myself (laughs) because then (laughs) it gives me something to focus on and strive for for an allotted period of time. I don't think you have to have goals in the new year. It's just that A lot of things happen around the Christmas, New Year season that just kind of do allow for a natural break and pause and reflection and then sort Mm -hmm. of this like restart that can happen. So I think that's why New Year's goals are a thing. But you just so the way eh. that you go about it is you just you need to plan. I do. you, You like to have goals and benchmarks for the year. Because then how that's, will you know if you're no, improving? No, no. But that's but that's not like making a New Year's resolution. You're just saying, what are my goals for next year? Oh, okay. Because that's just the type of person that you are. Yeah. The collective consciousness of, you know, the United States or around the world is, or I guess in developed countries, like, what are you resolved to do? I'm going to, whatever. I'm going to yeah. give up smoking. Ah, okay. Got you. It's like, how many times has that been your resolution? Yeah. Ten? <laughs> ten in a, in a row? Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Perhaps you should do that more as a health behavior modification than a resolution yeah that way you are putting yourself up 
for positive change right. as opposed to I'm just doing this because everyone else is doing it and I'm just going to fall off the wagon. True. Anyway, that's my soapbox. It's your little soapbox. Did you, did you climb back down or are you still on it? I'm still on it. Okay. It's nice up here. makes me feel tall. All right. So in this episode of the StumbleWell podcast, this is a super long intro, we're going to talk about what we are resolved to do for 2020 personally and financially, I guess. Yes. Are you looking? Do I have something in my nose? Oh, a, are you looking? At my, do I have a booger in my nose? This whole thing? No, you don't have a booger. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? No, that was going to wipe it away Positive because I thought. showing my insecurities. <laughs> Mr. Elise is hell bent on showing all of my no, insecurities all I, the time. I was like, there's a weird, long, like super thick hair. <laughs> it was like, that's got to be. Like, I was going to wipe it away from you. That's what it was. And it's not there anymore. So. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> What are our financial goals for 2020? Uh, yeah, this caused a lot of strife uh, yesterday when we were talking about it. Just got a little heated. People got a little defensive it was on both parts, on both sides. Used aggressive language. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, figured out that even with rent and, you know, cost of living and all that good stuff. Anyway, so we, we went back and forth as to whether or not we even wanted to discuss the actual numbers. Mm-hmm. on the podcast you right. said why not yeah because i don't see the point in not discussing the numbers because then how can you help people get a good gauge of anything like why talk about something like a budget if you're not actually going to say what the the numbers are because then what are you even you know what i'm saying like how are you even helping why even talk about it at all then and then that also got me thinking of why don't people talk about how much income they make or anything like that like why is that a taboo subject especially if we live in a capitalist <coughs> society then why are we not more transparent about how much money we make because you're always keeping up with the joneses i mean that makes sense but i just don't Ooh, the the neighbors make you know five hundred dollars more than me that must mean that he's got a more substantial reproductive member or something oh okay he can please more women is this a social taboo i don't really know why well and also it has nothing to do with like it's easy to sound like you're lording it over somebody, though. Oh. It's like, oh, we bring we bring home X. Oh, well, we bring home, like, X divided by two. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's cool. But then the X divided by two people are like, you always keep these lights on all the time, huh? Mm. Electric bill must be high. I mean, I guess it's weird for me because I know a lot of, I had no people that are, like, engineers or upper middle class medical professionals or whatever the thing is. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't even have to even ask them how much they make. I know they make more than me. If they actually told me the number, it'd just be like, oh, now I have a specific, like there's specificity in how much more you make than me, but yeah. I already know you make significantly more than me. So who cares? Yeah. Like what does them making more money have to do with me and my life? You know? Do people feel like shame with it too? It's like, oh, maybe I I make more money than you do. It's like, oh man, I was deciding whether or not to put the milk back because right of reasons. And you're like, yeah, I almost got a second Ferrari. Like, oh man, okay, yeah. we all got problems, huh? <laughs> I mean, when you say it in that regard, I guess it makes then that kind of makes sense. But if anything, I would feel like the person who makes more money would feel a certain type of way hearing about people with lower income, what some of their struggles are. And if anything, that's a good thing. I think it's good to have an understanding of 
like to not lose touch with mm, yeah. what the general population is going through. I mean, it's great that you you don't have those issues, and I think that's good to just be reminded of that. And then maybe that does in make you think more about: Are you giving back to your community? Right. Are you helping your community? So I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I get your point, but I'm also just like, people that make more money don't want to be reminded that they make more money. It's like, like you can feel <laughs> you can feel a little bad for two to five minutes comparatively to the person who's thinking about putting milk back like you can feel right. <laughs> that's good that you've been humanized like you've had to humanize a little bit all that to say we uh had a bit of a tiff yesterday figuring out what our budgets was going to be for 2020 yeah but we did it that's the point of the story <laughs> we figured out what all of our expenses are so including rent um groceries entertainment budget it's too um, high. Hulu, your your live cable package is way too expensive. You, we will After the never, NFL playoffs, I'm dropping you. you. We will never be sponsored if you keep <laughs> saying stuff like that. But we've figured out what There's all... There's such of, a wide breadth of options on Hulu. We've figured out what <laughs> all of our expenses are, cell phone, like all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and figured out just like, how much does it cost to run the Narvaez family household for a month? And we figured out that it costs... What does it cost? It's like four grand. It's like $4,000 a month to run the house. So that includes rent, utilities, groceries, entertainment, Even cell dining phone. out. Yeah, all of our dining out. But on a budget. Yeah, $4,000 every month. All in. All in. And then we figured out, okay, how much do we each make? Okay, how much then can we contribute to get to the 4000 And then after that, staying on the budget... The rest of it goes to Mr. Halisa's student loans. And we realized that in the way we want to do it now, every month we can put how much? Like $2,100? Yeah, so we can put about $2,100 a month on Mr. Halisa's student loans. And then we figured out, see, you just need the numbers. Then we figured out that that could put us on track to pay off your student loans in six years. It was yeah. like somewhere it was between about, five no, and six. It was like closer seven. to six. Was it six close? to seven? Oh, okay. Six years. So we are on a six-year plan. I feel really good about it because now I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, with me, it's uh, I am moving one end of the beach to the other end of the beach, one grain of sand at a time. That's kind of what it feels like. But once we're, I mean, if we do stick to the six years. Yeah. And we're on year five, like we've done year five. Yeah. And we're on year six of your of the six year plan. Uh-huh. And so yeah, I'm gonna get excited. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening slash watching to this episode of the Stumblewell Podcast. If you're new here, a few quick announcements. Mm. One, if you're watching us on YouTube or if Instagram ever has ads, let the ads play because that really helps us a lot. Um and that just goes for any creator you're watching on most platforms. If there's an ad that's playing before, during, or after their video, watch it. That'll really help them out a lot. Um, that CPM, though. Woo. Um, the other thing you can do is... Just do all the typical... If you're watching this on YouTube, do all the typical YouTube metrics. So like oh, it, please. Yes. If you enjoy it, share it. Yes. Um, and comment. So like and commenting really do a lot. Yes, engage with us, please. And well, not even just for the metric, but I like that's the whole reason I like being on YouTube yeah. is to engage with people in the comments. So and Instagram too. So and then also subscribe if you're new here. Follow, 
social media, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The next thing you can do if you want to take it a step further is join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Halise. There you get early access to these episodes before they go live on whatever platform we put them on. And you get private weekly vlogs from me um, as well. And just early access, like you get to know things way before the rest of the population. I pretty much tell the Patreon producers just about everything the company's doing. So In a healthy way. In a healthy way and also in a like, I know we talked about not sharing how much money you make or anything. Like I had to tell them everything. They know the whole breakdown. <laughs> For those of y'all listening, he's like judging his head. Mm. So if you're interested in being noisy, patreon.com. Noisy. Nosy. Ooh, that'd be a fun. Yeah, if you're interested in being nosy, <laughs> patreon.com slash Elise. But this is what I, and I think this is really just a testament to like the difference between the two of us and how we think long term. Because mm-hmm. you are very present. So we're at the very beginning of the starting line right now. And so you're just like, presently, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm very future thinking. I'm always thinking forward at least a year ahead or two. So I'm like, only five years, only six years, and we've started. So that means we're moving that much closer to it because we started amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, for you, it was, we figured out the goal financially, and we're on it. Yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't this exciting? Mm-hmm. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we're finally tackling it, that I'm finally tackling this monster. But Yeah. And But what what was the start of this financial discussion, this financial dialogue, how did it begin? It was with me saying that I wanted to try to get you a newer car mm-hmm. by end of year next year. Yeah, and then you we, said, I said, I don't see value in that. Because I don't. I don't see value in getting a new car. And I know, taking back to our point earlier, um, even though you technically have accumulated more debt, but really, it's all both of our debts because I'm a signer on the loans too. But anyway, even you, I know you feel a certain type of way about. But even though you've accumulated more debt, you make more money than I do. And mm-hmm. so, in that moment, it felt like I was like, I don't understand why we're even having this conversation because if it's my car, I can't. Who's paying for this car? I can't afford this car. That's why I drive a hoopty. <laughs> you know. And my my main argument, which it's still is is that yes the car's paid off 18 years old going on 19 years old he's doing good though hovick out here he's keeping me it is it does everything that you need yes but it I, only has two airbags i keep his maintenance up uh all the latest safety uh advances and requirements of auto manufacturing have been missed <laughs> you're missing the additional airbags um have i needed them all the other driver assistance stuff doesn't really matter but it's like my prius has seven airbags. Have I do I have I needed them? No, but it's like insurance. You pay for it, and you're like, man, this is a, a lot for insurance. But you know, I might need it someday. Yeah, you're not wrong. So that's that's just that's where I'm at. So my my but so here's my thing with that, and I understand everything you're saying makes sense. Okay? Oh, no, I'm just thinking like, man, this is kind of a uh, everything you're saying makes sense, and I understand. But when it's like we owe a small house in debt. Why are you thinking about a car right now? Like that. And you're not wrong. Thinking about a, a newer car is like a level of Maslow that we haven't hit yet. Like, how can you think about that when we technically both have two running working cars that are paid off, right? Um, but we also have this huge burden of debt. And then I was missing my last point. 
Oh, damn. Because <laughs> one of the, it, while you think about that, yeah. one of the baser needs of classic Maslow is safety. And if I lose you in an accident, because you got T-bone, mm-hmm. you're either a vegetable for the rest of your life or you're dead, then I miss out on all your earning potential. And I'm also perpetually sad for decades. All right. Anyway, I just feel like we haven't hit I feel like our worries have not graduated to the level of getting another car. I feel like we still have lower tier, more immediate worries that we have to focus on first. That's a thing that you have to think about. Like we have too many other immediate, more pressing worries than a new car. Uh, I mean, so I'm and again, I am not, I'm not detracting from canceling out or clearing out the debt. It's right. just like in my nothing else. We are not wanting for anything else. Right. For sure. And just to clarify, part of the budget, we did not go full. As we mentioned at the previous podcast, we did not go full Dave, Dave Ramsey. We did not drink oh, right. yeah, no. the full Kool-Aid because he says, you know, sell stuff. If you ain't going to use it, sell it. What else you got in there? <laughs> uh, you got plasma. You don't need like you regenerate that. That's like free money. Mm. And, you know, going super extreme, you know, beans and rice and not eating out and all that other good stuff. Detracting from life a little too much. Um, I enjoy going out and eating with you and I enjoy having, you know, just having experiences. Sure. And we just are doing it modestly. So we're doing it on a weekly budget. Yeah. And it's still enabling us to put a hefty amount on the loans. Um, all that being said, some of the beauty of the numbers that we use, so it's $200 for groceries per per week. Yeah. Just today, we spent only $96 of that. Yeah. So the other $100 are going to go onto my student loans. Right. But, and so that's kind of built in as well. And there's a little bit more fluff built in, but... I like that um, we did that, though. I like that we built in, like, just fluff on things. So that way, basically... In general, at standard, it's twenty one hundred a month, but it'll probably be more than that pretty right. regularly. You need reliable transportation, which you've had, thank God. Like Hovik, Hovik is her CRV. Yeah. Um, Hovik just it does the job. We right after I bought it originally, mm-hmm. we replaced almost the entire front end of the, of the car. Right. So spark plugs, water pump, belts, everything was was tuned and changed on it. Yeah. So it's been trouble-free for since we've owned it. Yeah. Um, But I'm just worried that the closer we get something potentially catastrophic, or the closer the older we get, the older it gets, something potentially catastrophic can happen to it. Mm -hmm. And I just worry about just the safety of it. Yeah. That's that's my biggest thing. Like that's that's the only reason why I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm not thinking about status. I'm not thinking about trying to get you or whatever. Just trying to get you something safer. Safer. Um, and that'll be an ongoing discussions. <laughs> otherwise, it'll just We've be... We've had so many arguments about the car. Otherwise, it'll just be something that we address in time. Anyway, all that being said, that's the financial plan. For yeah, the year. financial plan. Woo! I, feel, I just feel really good about it. I mean, and the more I think about it, putting more money on the student loans just makes me feel good. Good. My goals for 2020... I have one professional goal and then one personal goal mm-hmm. as of right now for 2020 that I want to hit. So I feel like you can't say I want to make more money or something like that and be, have be, that be the goal because then it's like that's too vague, one. But then also, of course, you want to make more money. Everyone wants to make more money, <laughs> you know? 
So for me, my professional goal for this year is to hit 100,000 subscribers here on this platform, specifically YouTube. If you're listening to us, I want to hit 100K subscribers on YouTube. So if you're listening to us and you don't follow my YouTube channel, please do. YouTube.com slash Elise. Thanks. Subscribe, buy merch, uh, <laughs> like, comment. Um, Random announcements. Um, that way they can't skip it. <laughs> right. And then the second personal, my personal goal for this year is I want to lose 10 pounds. And this came about because, not because I think I am like absurdly overweight or anything. I did like not make any comments. Mr. <laughs> but it's one of those, Please. it's one of those things that like kind of creeps up on you, but then doesn't at the same time. For those of y'all who haven't seen me, who listen to the podcast, I'm a pretty petite person. I'm about 5'2". And I recently weighed myself, and I think it's one of those old school balancing weights, so it might be a little bit off or whatever, but either way, it's probably pretty accurate. It said I was about 128, which for me and my frame and my build is about 10 pounds too heavy. Um, I should be around anywhere between 115, 120. That's like a good weight for me. And it's weird because I feel like as I've gotten older, I actually carry the weight pretty well. I feel like it's like low-key in the right place like a little bit boo little bit thigh meat all right you know but <laughs> I recently tried to put on <laughs> my my godparents had their 50th wedding anniversary party mm -hmm. and I'm semi-minimalist I don't have a lot of clothes and so I've accumulated a few dresses throughout the year that are just really nice staple dresses so I have like a nice Kate Spade dress I have a nice lily dress that I just got like years and years ago, years ago, like a smooth 10 years ago. Um, and for the most part, most of them have, oh, the dress that we, I, we eloped in mm -hmm. in California, still have that dress. Um, for the most part, throughout the years, they've always fit. And now, like, none of them fit. <laughs> and so the real catalyst for this is I don't feel like going to buy new dresses <laughs> because I really like the dresses I own. I like all of them. And so I was really sad the other day when I was trying to figure out which one I was going to wear the thing. And like none, I realized officially that most of them were too small. Like I couldn't zip them up or if I could, I like could not breathe or move in them. <laughs> so that's why I want to lose 10 pounds because I don't feel like buying new dresses. And if you all remember in an earlier. <laughs> yeah, there's an episode called Previous Podcast called me Pudgy. Episode. Uh, no, there's the one where you poke your head out of the, the bathroom or something, like, hmm, you're getting a little little chunky there, huh? Yeah, that's the episode. The episode is called He Called Me Pudgy. Oh, but it's really... <laughs> about you talking about when I called mm -hmm. said you... Anyway, no, that was we all was a little said things. <laughs> things were said. We've all said things. <laughs> I want to lose 10 pounds, and I think the way that I'm going to do that is literally the apartment complex we live in, this new unit... The gym is two, two doors, doors down. down. So I really have no excuse. And then I think I'm just going to try and just be more consistent with running. I remember when I lived in L.A. and all of that, I was I had so much free time that I was kind of like my dad. I just became this gym rat a little bit. So I was really in the best shape of my life when we got married. Like really athletic build, all of that kind of stuff. And so like I know what to do. Mm. Like I know what to do to be in good shape. I just... I've just been focusing more on career than personal, I don't know, physical health, mental health, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. So wake up call, you know. What were my goals? What I are your goals, <laughs> Mr. Ali's? I think it was just 
to figure out what my purpose was. And I, I think I know, like, I just want to write more. Yeah. Because it makes me happy. Yeah. It, and it, I doesn't, had to it like, doesn't seem like work. I had to drag that out of you last yeah, night. Yeah, that was like an hour's worth of conversation and a bottle, a bottle of wine, yeah. Yeah. I had to pull it out of you. It was so hard. I just didn't know. Y'all. I just didn't know. Because, I mean, day in, day out, going to work, it's just like, oh, I just go to work. There's no goals in that. It's just continue to maintain clinical competency. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I just go to work. Yeah. Monday through Friday, every day is the same. But like I was telling you yesterday, so the beautiful thing about Mr. Holise as a person is that he's like the shield character in any game you play where he's so willing to like just self-sacrifice and like hold, bear the cross of whatever thing is happening that he just will delay or not even think about his own happiness at all. And so I feel like as your partner, I constantly have to, one, make sure that I don't take advantage of you because you are really easy to take advantage of in that way. Mm. And two, that I actually force you to think about yourself and like what would make you happy today or for the next year. And so literally last night while we were having wine and staying on budget. Celebrating. (laughs) We were celebrating. (laughs) I was like grilling him to like get him to tell me what would make him happy or like what he wanted to accomplish for himself. You were like upset about it a little bit. Uh, it just felt like I was you were trying to push me into a resolution or something and it's like I just I don't under don't understand. Yeah. I mean, ultimate goal is pay off student loans. Okay. If I can pay off the student loans, it doesn't matter like what point in the next 6 years that happens. It's uh-huh. uh that would be that would be a thing. Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right. If some some way I can pay them off in two, that'd be cool. Speak it. Yes. Pay it off in two, waiting for that opportunity. The other thing is there I I enjoy cooking. Right. Um, and there is a possible splinter idea. Yes. That would take advantage of that. And that'd be cool if uh that could help you reach your goal. Yeah. And then just me enjoying Eyebrows, 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 eyebrows. I mean, it's always cool when you can figure out when your two independent goals can like intersect in a way. So, I mean, I want to know what they're, I don't know what y'all are up to yeah. for 2020. What are your goals? Let us know mm. in the comments below. Hmm. <laughs> these mm. I just really like making goals. Metrics. I need the metrics to know if I'm actually progressing. I hate feeling like I'm flailing. It's okay if the plan changes. I just need a plan. Even if the plan is to wing it, I just need to know that that's the plan, you know? <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> y'all tell us about 2020. Yes. What are you thinking about? Tell us about it in the comments below. Um, stumble well, stumble on. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.